What are you gonna smoke that? Nope. You are. <laughs> Hell if I am. Yeah. Yeah. You not? No. Why, you're Mormon or something? You're Jesus free? No, nah, man, I'm not losing my job. This is your job. I can't do that. Smoke it. Huh. This ain't a test. Just take a hit. Where the f is my stogie, guys? Flying in. Not even flying in. Kiss my ass radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Broadcasting live with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, children of all ages. Welcome back to another exciting ish episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister, with you here broadcasting live from wonderful Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. And we are excited to have you with us on a wonderful episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. This is episode number 204. And we are ecstatic as can be to be here today. With me, of course, is the <laughs> equipmently issued Honest Abe. Thank you very much. <laughs> Lovely. Just broke a mic. <laughs> Just bro- Of course. Right as you start talking, the mic breaks, and this is what happens when you're in the JVC studios. Why does Colin smile every time he's, he says stuff like that? Look at that silent smile. Just, he gets. It's just the smirk he has of, this is where I work, this is what I do, you know and feel my pain. <sighs> yep, that's what he's doing right now, chuckling away. Speaking of pain. Mm-hmm. You seemed to do your interview last night in the dojo very painless. I watched the whole thing. Oh, really? Absolutely. I was surprised I wasn't getting text messages from you during the entire thing. No, you actually did a very nice job. And the, the best part was is you were getting drunker and drunker as the hour progressed. Well, you know, it I was you, realized, you should watch it. You should watch like the download of the mm-hmm. episode. You were slurring a little bit at the end of it. I, I noticed I was doing that. I was trying to stop myself a little bit. <laughs> I was getting a little ahead of myself. I'm like, okay, wait, I got a little bit going on. You got a little beer in you. But, All right, hang on, make it through. I was, I'm telling you, I was shocked. When I say shocked, like utterly shocked uh, on the dojo live, uh, Friday Night Live, they mm-hmm. call it, right? So, uh, yeah, uh, Smoke, Night, Smoke Night Live. Smoke Night Live. Yes, well, for people that don't know what we're talking about, yes. last night I got the privilege and honor of being the featured guest on the Cigar Dojo Smoke Night Live, where... Which was shocking request, every, I thought. Well, the best part is, I'm standing in your office on Tuesday, and all of a sudden, we're talking about something, you get a text message, and all you yell out is, Seriously? I'm just like... <laughs> I did. I'm, I'm like, like, Seriously? What? What is going on? And he looks you at me like... You Brewmeister on Cigar Dojo. <laughs> and he's like, Eric Gutterman wants to know if you want to be on Smoke Night Live on Friday. I was like, What? It's like... Yeah, apparently they want you. We're going to do craft beer night. I was like, okay. So I had the privilege and honor of being their guest, and we talked about local craft beer. We talked about beer. You guys, beer. Did, you guys didn't just talk about local craft beer. I mean, let me tell you something. When they did that uh, buy, sell, yes. hold, mm-hmm. they made me do that for the cigar industry, right? which kind of put me on the spot for a few <laughs> manufacturers. Yeah. But basically, yeah, I mean, I had to say buy, sell, hold. Man, I thought like when they started flipping some of these breweries, I'm like, oh man, who would know this? You knew literally like every brewery. I mean, did they 
preempt nope, you on that? Did, did not. Pre- uh, Eric just I mean, told me every part of the country, every microbrewery, and not only did you know what it was, you knew a bottom where they started. I mean, why? Well, How? You often don't ask. I have a very large knowledge of beer and a love appreciation for beer. I know, but, but but how do you know what beers are being distributed in Pohunk, Montana? That's not you know being sold. Anywhere oh else? well, you're talking about when I was talking about how I pulled out the uh, the Kalamazoo Stout when we were going back and All forth of the beers. Eighty percent of those beers I never heard of. Not ninety percent, I'd say. Right, well, there are a couple. Of, I pulled out a couple of very newer breweries from Florida to talk about, and some very hard to find ones that just you don't really get a lot about. So that was the real thing I wanted to go with because it was about. Your local craft beer was part of it. Well, Florida, I understand, but how do you know about these beers in other parts of the country that aren't found here? Uh, well... Is, is there like a beer digest that you read weekly? Eh, not, there's not a beer digest, but there's a lot of blogs. And obviously, uh, my uh, brewing partner, Jamie, and I, we talk a lot about other beers. Huh? And my, some of my other buddies, we're always talking about craft beer and you know going to the different breweries and stuff like that. So it's... Well, it, say this audio, because you won't hear this often, but I was pretty impressed. I... You know what? Yes. Colin, cut that out. I need that as a ringtone for my phone. <laughs> I was very impressed. Yes. It was a great ple- uh, pleasure to be the guest last night, and, you know, we had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, Those we'll... guys know how to have a good time. Oh, absolutely. They really do. <laughs> Eric and Se- Sensei, Jordan, Sensei yeah. was putting it back a little bit, too. You can't say that I was the only one who No, no. They were, they were drinking, but you... you... You started imbibing before the show started. Right. You, that, had that, you like, told me to. I did, because I wanted you to have some personality. That... <laughs> How many ounces was that big bottle you drink before the show? Yeah, started? that's uh, that's like a tw- uh, that's thirty ounces of beer. Yeah, and that's yeah. a full nine percent. So I thought a good way to get started oh, yeah. is with a good a hearty saison. Yeah, you were smiling. Yeah, you were actually smiling. You know, for the interview, which is you know, no, I had to put my best face. Forward. Not an activity that becomes you mostly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'm a very big fan of that. Uh, <clears throat> each week on Kiss by Ash Radio, we like to have a lot of fun, do a lot of exciting things. We give a lot of great stuff away. If you want to win great stuff from us at Kiss My Ash Radio, all you have to do is check us out on the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page. We have a couple different contests we like to do. Last week, for our good friends at Zykar, offered up a single edition, a single torch alum lighter. All you had to do was post your best golf-themed meme. And in honor of the Masters. I tell you what, I find it very funny, because some weeks there's like three guys who post a meme, and some weeks there's like 20, 30 guys who post a meme. I don't understand what the thing is. Free, maybe it's the prize. Maybe it's what Zygar's giving away. Maybe Could it's what Zygar's giving away. Those loom lighters are fantastic. But Quentin Nation from Shelbyville, Kentucky, he took home the loom lighter. Congratulations to Quentin. Was that the fire engine red one? I don't remember seeing yeah, the photo. Yeah, there was one somewhere. Yeah, that's probably what it was. This week, if you want to win, our, we're giving away a Black Tech Double Flame lighter and a can of butane, so make sure that it can be fired up at any time. you got to post your best IRS-themed meme. Oh, yeah, Not tax our tax day. day, which was technically yesterday, even though it's you have to get a- your taxes actually, in by Monday. Yeah, by Monday. Actually, it was my daughter's birthday yesterday. Uh, Eight years old, tax day. So you will never forget her never birthday. Never forget her birthday. <laughs> But taxes must be filed, and it's your oldest daughter. Eight-year-old Petra. Happy birthday, Petra. Uh-huh. Yeah. They grow up so fast. Man, like a weed. Oh, absolutely. Amazing. So if you want to participate in this week's Zykar-themed meme, make sure you go to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page and post your best tax IRS-themed meme there. And our good friends over at Recluse Cigars like to give away a five-pack every week to participants who vote in our Kiss My Ash Radio Iconic Leaf Poll of the Week. Last week, we asked you a hot woman category. Who's hotter? Rihanna, Megan Fox, Scarlett Johansson, Jessica Alba, Kate Upton, and 
Yeah, that's all of them. Rihanna, Megan Fox, Scarlett Johansson. Someone, someone who wrote this on this page didn't really do a good job of writing it out here. No surprise. Yes. No worries. Scarlett Johansson and Jessica Alba tied with 36%. Shocking. Jessica Alba, a little past her prime. You know what? She's just got that classic allure. Uh, I was always a big fan. What was that show? Do you remember that? Um, yes, it was. She was like a... James Cameron uh, did it, I believe. Yeah, she was um, um, you know, some kind of mutant. She was, Yeah, it was a futuristic show. Yeah. She had the participation. Colin, come on. What was that Jessica um, Alba show series? Dark Angel. Dark Angel. Dark Very Angel. good. Yes, Dark Angel. You scared me with that shout there a little bit. A little excited. I, was, yeah. uh, I knew I had to get there. I was going to get there in a second. But look, who, look who had the lovely pleasure of joining us. Hi, morning. guys. Good morning. Hello. Did we? I've been so sick. You know, I could barely get out of bed this morning. You sound terrible. No, I'm moving. I've been up since 6 a.m. moving. Oh. So I decided to take a quick break and come to work. Good idea. Great idea. Because that's what I have time for in my day to day. I'm just curious, as you've been up since six AM, why couldn't you be on time? Because I've been moving and I was I've been You're in the middle of like packing a yeah, box. Yeah, man, or... when I'm unloading a truck, I'm not I, I gotta just finish the truck. Can't help it. Eh, it. totally makes sense. If you want to win this week's five pack from our good friends at Iconic Leaf Cigars, you just have to partic- go to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page and participate in our question this week. Which NBA team will win the finals? Because the NBA finals start tonight. Round one is tonight. Sweet sixteen, now, right? Uh, no, it's uh, yeah. Well, technically, it is because there are sixteen teams right. in uh, Golden State Warriors. Obviously, going to be the clear favorite here. The San Antonio Spurs, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Oklahoma City Thunder, or is it not going to be one of those? Yeah. Or other they- is there going to be a dark horse coming out? Because those are the four favorites by far. But you never know. That's Something according crazy to might the happen. Brewmeister, of course. Who watches a lot of NBA. I'm not doubting it. I just want to verify where the source he's, came he's from. Got an, he's got NBA League Pass. I'm not <laughs> just make sure you head over to the NBA. <laughs> head over to our Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page. Participate in this week's poll, and you can take home a great five-pack from our friends at Recluse Cigars. We've got a big loaded show today. I had the privilege of interviewing astronaut Terry Verts earlier this week, so we're going to play our interview from that. Did you see his Twitter, his, his Twitter post? Uh, Israel found a Twitter post from him because he was actually in space when he found out Leonard Nimoy, Nimoy died. Uh-huh. That's Spock from Star Trek. Right. The original Spock. Yeah, the original from the original yeah. Star Trek. He means too. Yeah. Um, anyways, he made a cool Twitter post of him doing the Vulcan over Boston. Was it Boston? It you was, couldn't it, tell yeah. because it was the Earth. He was yeah. in outer space. But they they cool said post. like we're over Boston. He took the photo and it was him up there because he was up there for two hundred days in the International Space Station. That's some badass stuff. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Bob Stills, Greyhound Adoption Expert, is going to be here, and Casey from Crook Cigars will be our Meet Your Maker. It's going to be a packed show. We've got a lot of fun content. It'll be a great time. Make sure you stick around, because more to come. Make sure you're keeping it lit. The journey of Jarguera began with a very special yet delicate Cuban seed. The Grupo de Maestros took their rare tobacco to the privileged farmlands of western Honduras, where they began a five-year program to combine its sweet flavors and distinctively aromatic qualities with the robustness of Criollo 98. The result was Jarguera, a genetic hybrid tobacco containing the best qualities of each. Grown on a single state containing rich soil and ideal weather conditions, Jarguera features flavors of coffee and chocolate with hints of nutmeg and cinnamon. Shade and sun-grown versions of this exceptional tobacco are now used exclusively in one cigar. Jarguera H. Upman. Experience Jarguera H. Upman. Now at your local tobacconist and visit jarguera.com to learn more. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. 
The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Serie V Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Serie V Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. And again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar. The Aging Room Bin Number One, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today, from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number One, for the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year. With numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangro or Maduro. You know, when it comes to a recluse cigar, I have often heard people say, Recluse made me smarter. Recluse made me more confident. Recluse cigars made me a chick magnet. While the accuracy of their statements is questionable, when it comes to yours truly, that's 100% me, baby. So do yourself and those around you a favor and pick up a recluse cigar for yourself or someone who definitely needs it. And do it today. Results may vary. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. We are here broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course... The ever encourageable honest Abe and the glowingly lovely Lady M. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. Happy to be back. I am. Mm-hmm. Happy to take a break. Really? I've I seriously been lifting boxes and moving couches all morning. Well, at least you got started early. So Duncan disappears. Didn't you, I, I gotta didn't you love say him. You had a mover. I do, but like I'm I'm a very efficient person. My movers are there to move, but like the more I can help and the more people I have, the faster the movers are out. 
I don't have to pay them. So yeah, I'm I'm moving. So where's Duncan? He's at home moving right now. Oh, so you said you, you couldn't yeah, find him. Yeah, he disappeared to go get coffee and bagels, and like two hours later, I was like, where have you been? Who takes two hours to get <laughs> him coffee? Him and Dylan. And <laughs> Dylan. All, all I know is since I've been to Florida, we've moved twice. Like, completely moved the house twice. And with children, one time we, we moved with one child, the other time we had three, two. And I was out of the country. You were, I know. I was going to say, yeah. I was you. out of the country. You, I moved your house that four years ago. I was ago. completely out of the country he both times. here. He gets out lucky. I remember knowing that, thinking that was happening. I'm like, man. Left the country, came so back, had a new home. I felt so Easy bad. as that. I felt so bad. That's what I. That's how men do it. That's No, that's what happened last year with Duncan. He was in the Bahamas, came home to a brand new house. Smart boy. That's how we do he it. He told me he was going to leave this there. week. We're out there making the money. He was like, you know what? I might be gone April 15th. I said, then we're not moving that. Weekend, <laughs> uh, the joys of moving. Thank and you, thank you, honey. Yes, good times. But now <laughs> let's see what's in a box. We got a box. We got a box. What? We got a box. I'm gonna open it. Look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar news. Interesting. Davidoff to make major cuts to their lines. In a major realignment of its cigars, Davidoff is discontinuing 19 Vitolas, including two complete lines. Uh, the cuts are likely to be followed by the announcement of some new Davidoff releases, but yeah, the lines being eliminated in total are Puro de Oro, which just seemed to never grab its footing. It just it never had that classic Davidoff presence. No, it didn't have. I think their first tragic, fatal error was not putting any bands on the cigars. I mean. A gold smoke, foot band. Yeah, well, no, that came secondary. Yeah, that was later, too. I think it was later. I think originally, you know, maybe it did have the gold foot band just in the beginning. I can't remember. But then they added the gold embossed band. It, just, it was a packaging nightmare, and the cigar just never had legs. Um, and that's an eight Vitola offering. And they're killing the Maduro line, which takes back to 2008, because I do remember a day. When Davidoff said that Davidoff will never make a Maduro cigar. It was right. Not, not in their future, not in the Davidoff philosophy. Then they broke it. And now they're taking it back. They're breaking it back. Yeah, the Maduro didn't seem like it ever. Is the Nicaragua not a Maduro? Or is it just a, no. It's not no. called a Maduro? No, it's, it's not, not a Maduro. Maduro. Okay. No, no. Definitely um, No? Are you sure? <laughs> also, on the chopping block, our number one and number three from the classic series, Grand Crew number one, number four, Number one, number two of the adversarios, and the Lonsdale and Lancerio Millennium Blend Latolas. Very odd to have a Lonsdale and a Lancero on a line. I mean, it's different, but similar. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's but like cousins getting married, you know? It's odd. It's weird. They do that in some cultures. <laughs> it's not frowned upon. Uh, okay. All right, moving on. The House Committee on Appropriations for Agriculture is expected to pass its version of its proposal for the 2017 fiscal year. And that includes some language that would exempt premium cigars from regulation by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This was big news this week. In fact, Coop on the dojo last night kind of hit on it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, basically they had uh, Glenn Loop come on to Stogie Geeks TV on Thursday and basically gave a giant synopsis of it. And I think the biggest thing that I got from Coop last night, and I think the one thing he didn't mention that we should take away from this is, this is the first time that we've actually had someone other than like a senator or a congressman to sign on to the bill do something in the progressive format for cigars. Yeah. It's the first time there's ever really been kind of like it's it's a it's a there's a lot of steps to happen yet. 
to where we're in the clear. It's a very small step but in the right direction, somebody, in a major direction. Somebody actually came forward and actually did something progressively good right. and trying to get the exemption happening and actually put some language down that says, you know what, this is wrong and we shouldn't be doing this. And, 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 and this is basically the Department of Ag- Agriculture that did this. Yes. So what? where does it go from here? What needs it to has done? to go to the House for to be approved as part of the budget. And then it, Any that, hopes of that happening? There's probably some good hopes. And then yeah. it has to go to the Senate, and it has to get through the Senate. And I think from what Glenn and Coop said last night, too, was there's a lot of anti-tobacco people in the Senate, so they might look at that and they might strike it down. But it's also got to have a could also have a presidential veto. So there's are a few steps that have left to go, but it is a good step in the right direction, and we're actually making some progress. So, yay, everybody in Washington. Very, very interesting. All right. Warp Cigars Maestro del Tiempo coming for a 2016 IPCPR trade show. Kyle Gillis seems to be keeping himself busy. Uh, Warp Cigars will unveil a new brand called Maestro del Tiempo. The name Maestro del Tiempo means master of time. Doctor Who, he's a warlord. Had to throw that in there. Uh, this is a name that is appropriate for the project as it has required some patience to make sure the blend would result in exactly what Warp Cigars was looking for. Maestro del Tiempo will be a Nicaraguan Puro available in two sizes. Tobaccos used come from different farms and lots in different regions that are under the Aganorsa umbrella. These farms and lots were different from what Warp Cigars were used to working with, and the process to bring the concept together took longer, but at the same time it allowed Warp Cigars to bring a unique aspect the blend should be interesting to see. I know we've had Kyle on the show in like twice. Never mentioned twice it. The, no, like he kept, he kept, I kept hinting at. It. He's like, I have something in the works, but I'm not ready yeah. to talk about it. I'm not ready to it. give out a name. I'm not ready to do anything. Even he was there at the 200 episode. Now we know. Give me a little something. He didn't give us anything. Crazy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what else? Uh, Viaje Cigars is getting ready to release a new extension of an ex- Exclusivo line. What will probably be another rare and limited production item. The Exclusivo Reserva uses a concept that was used in the past with the Viaje Oro and Platino Reservas. The Reserva features tobaccos that have been aged longer, and once the cigars are rolled, they are going to be rested for an extended period of time. So make sure if you're into Viajes, you check those out in the next coming weeks. And that's what's in a box. That's what's in a box this week, along with a lot of Emily's uh, furniture and clothes that's in a box this week. <laughs> and lots of trash bags. I actually found that this move, trash bags are a wonderful source of packing. And eventually, you can use them to actually put trash in. And I just throw them down the stairs. They just roll. Well, yeah. Well, if it's I was clothes. playing. I was playing. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I did. All of our clothes. And Kingston was sitting down there on the bottom of the stairs, and he wouldn't move. So we were just throwing bag after bag. He was like, I'm sure he. Loved it, it was like bowling. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Casey from Crux Cigars. He's going to be our meter maker. We're going to see what's going on and learn all about Crux Cigars. And we're going to have a lot more great, exciting content when we come back on the 204th episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Taste in cigars, as in all things, is largely a matter of personal preference. Quality, on the other hand, can be held to measurable standards. The De Crossier brand embodies excellence, crafted using time-honored old-world traditions that date back to the 19th century. From the minute you light one of our fine cigars, you will savor what has been called by many the best-kept secret in the cigar industry. This message has been approved by Santana Diaz, candidate for 2016 Cigar of the Year. 
Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution, CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Come on, 
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K., the Brewmeister, broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. And with me, of course, the lovely Lady M. Hello, hello. And the incorrigible Honest Abe. Yo. Yes. And now it's time for what we consider to be one of our favorite parts of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, Kiss My Ash Radio is pleased to welcome Casey Hogan of Crux Cigars. Casey, welcome and thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. So, this is your first time on the show. Correct. This is the first time we've ever... This is the second time we've met, because we met a couple weeks ago at the Lazona Palooza. Lazona Palooza. Yes. The Dodgeball Queen, well, Prince, well, uh, Duchess. I, I, maybe Prince, dude, Duchess, I don't know. Duchess, is there Duchess. like a... <laughs> the Dodgeball Duchess, I like that. That's Dodgeball pretty good. Duchess. The Duchess of Dodgeball. Double D's. No, triple D's. <laughs> Dodgeball, okay. no, DVD. Stop while you're So, all right. Where, where, where do we even start to begin? Well, give us a little bit about your history. There From you Minnesota. Go. How did the, you know, what were you doing? How did the brand, you know, Crux Well, Crux developed? originated, um, it, well, it starts even before that. Jeff Hogan, my cousin, and his business partner, Joel Rogers, have been in the retail industry for, Jeff's been in like 23 years. Joel's been his partner for like 17, 18 years, and they've had a store called Tobacco Grove in Minneapolis, Maple Grove, Minnesota. And I started working with them like 2007, 2008, uh, when I was in the off season of playing baseball, and really got into cigars with Jeff, my cousin, and then, you know, I decided to move on from there and you know get out of Minnesota because after traveling the country for a few years, you realize that there's warm places in the world other than Minnesota. <laughs> so I moved out, and Jeff had we always had talked about you know this um, this adventure that we we're going to go on, hopefully in a few years when Jeff was ready, and you know then we'll go on it. So I went out and did my thing and. And then about three and a half years ago, he called me and said, I'm ready. And Jeff's the one that's, you know, kind of been the pioneer for it. I mean, developing the cigar. Developing the cigars. The he does all the blends. He does. Uh, he, he spent a lot of time in Central America. I mean, he did roughly three and a half years of research when he was going down to the factory uh, once a month for over three and a half years. And then uh, said we need somebody to, you know, run all the operations, you know, do quality controls, check on the factory. And, you know... I was uh, living in Vegas and said I didn't want to get into cigars because, to me, that thought it was moving back to Minnesota with the family. (laughs) So I said, absolutely not. And he goes, why? Got to keep the buffer zone. So I go, he goes, well, what if you can move to Florida? I said, done. I'm in. So that started about, uh, you know, we've been on a little over three, about three years ago we started that. And, you know, here we are today. And. You know, life is pretty good. You don't, you don't have the Minnesota accent. Minnesota, no, yo, eh, don't yo. you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, well, fortunately, I got to travel a lot. Yeah, so good for you. I got to travel a lot, and uh, my parents are both uh, educators, so you know, education was a big deal for us. So, but traveling all over the country, Canada, all over this country, and you know, I mean, I can blend in pretty a lot of places. So. So you mentioned you were playing professional baseball. Correct. I mean, how long were you doing that? Did you get drafted? Or I did single, not get double, drafted. Triple? I was actually, I graduated from a small Division three school in Minnesota mm-hmm. called St. John's University where my dad's the head baseball coach, you know. That's kind of why I got to play, but good old <laughs> but then uh, that always helps. <laughs> but, nah, but then uh, I was actually going to be a financial advisor 
going out of college. Baseball wasn't in the future, and I was driving to buy a car, and I got a call from an independent league team uh, in Fargo and asked me if I wanted to play baseball for a living, and I said, yes. <laughs> and that ride went for about two and a half years. I was kind of the tenth man on every team I played for, so good enough to be there, not good enough to stay put, as I call it, but uh, I was a catcher. Uh-oh. You wouldn't have guessed that. That's you would have said question. second base. Yeah, I, I was going to say second. Catchers are usually bulkier. Yeah, you know. Well, I was a little bigger then. You okay. know, I, I had some. I used to work out, and I used to be in shape. And, you know, now we just smoke cigars. But, uh, but uh, you know, you know. So that was uh, about two and a half years of four different independent teams throughout the country, and I played on a team in Canada, uh, Fargo, Shreveport, Louisiana, Evansville, Indiana, and then. I called. I didn't even have a cup of coffee at a team out in Washington. I drove out there and they <laughs> told me to go home. <laughs> I didn't even get a cup of coffee out there, but uh, they told me no more. So I uh, I went back and I was, you know, that's when I really was, you know, helping Jeff out back in, you know, Minnesota. And then I was just like, there's better places in Minnesota oh, for well. for me. For no, me, I, you know, you some know. people love those four seasons. If you just join us, we're with Casey Hogan of Crook Cigars, and Casey, you know, so you get a call. They want you to come down to Florida and handle distribution. Now, you guys are working hand-in-hand, hand or, or, or your, your your location is in the uh, Espinosa factory here in Miami? Is um, it, we, you, you're doing your own distribution, sharing uh, warehouse space. Is that what it is? Yeah, basically, when we came down two years ago, we were, uh, you know, getting ready to look for our own, just our own operations. And, you know, Jeff knew Eric very well, and um, he had just moved into the, the warehouse that they're in today. And, you know, he said, you know, we got space, and, you know, why not? This can be easy, easy development for, and they've been great for me. I mean, being able to get in there and have people that are Hialeah Gardens natives, where I'm a white boy from Minnesota, you know, walks into a different community, and uh, yeah, we do our distribution out of there. Um, so that's that's been a great trans- easy transition for us to get into being able to move things throughout the country. Who is actually making the cigars for you guys? Our cigars are being made, are being made at Placencia. Uh. Um, Jeff does all our blending. And then we have our people at Placencia that are rolling our cigars. And how much do, how much are you guys actually getting output for uh, per month per se? Well, um, that's that's kind of been the biggest problem for us. I mean, we've learned the biggest problems we've had is obviously is, is production for the first two years of a company trying to grow at that slow pace. You know, we're trying to make it so we can get you know the best quality cigars that we can out of the factory, as well as trying to supply the the demand of the consumers that w- or the retailers that want it. And for us, it's trying to grow at that right pace, trying to be able to support the, cons- the customers that we have, but then also try to, you know, um, improve our production quality and quantity to be able to maintain all that level. So um, it goes up and down. On I mean, we just launched our new Limitada release last week, two weeks ago now, I think it is. Um, that was just a 500 box, f- 10 count. Um, we're looking forward to the our new release that comes out. I'm going to start using the word future instead of dates because you never know. Because coming from the golf business where <laughs> I was, a a deadline meant a deadline meant guaranteed to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, in, not in this, not in in, this industry. Then I found out the first time Ooh. I told somebody it was coming out September 15th, no. 2013. They're like, cool, whatever. And then I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, it's two weeks behind schedule. And they're like. You mean two months? I was like, well, so th- the guild is coming out in the near future. Welcome so, to Latin time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I've, l- I've learned that's the biggest adjustment for me from 
uh, the golf business to the cigar businesses, the time management. We got time before the break. Yeah, Can you tell us a little bit about the lines and uh, the Crooks lines. I mean, you said you got a new release coming. New out. release coming out. Yeah. Well, we tell us about the line itself and the new release. Well, so we we launched originally at the uh, fourteen IPCPR was when we came out with our first release. Ah. Um, our first release came out one one month before, which was kind of an interesting cigar. It was a seven by thirty three double perfecto called the Nympha, old oh. olden Cuban sized Nympha. Um, and we released that to get some buzz, and then that was great. And then we got to the show and we released our core lines, which are the Bull and Bear, which is a larger ring gauge format, 55 to 60, uh, Classic line, which is ring gauge 47 to 52, and then Passport line, which is a ring gauge 40 to 48. Um, and then we have a Skeeters, which is a 4x32 Perito, um, all long filler. And then since this year, we've came out with another short, small format, which is a Sports, Four and five eighths by thirty five, and then oh. we came out with the Decana Sewer series, uh, which is uh, two Lanceros, seven and a half by thirty eight, six and a half by thirty eight, and a Penatella five and five eighths by thirty five off that old Partagas Decana Sewer series. So we've done a lot of things. We tie in some old Cuban history into our cigars, um, kind of because we're you know from Central Minnesota, we weren't going to make a complete um, you know Cuban asked brand for who we are we want to stay who we are so we try to tie some of that cuban history into you know some of our sizes and shapes interesting well that's really interesting we're gonna have a lot more with casey when we come back from the break and learn more about what crux actually means and where the name came from so make sure you're keeping it lit hi this is rocky patel and i'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars this premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Zycar for life. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Carojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Swag Cigars. Offering a cigar for you. From the medium-bodied Swag Puro Dominicano, the full-bodied Swag Black, and now the new Swag Round Connecticut with a flavor profile not usually found in milder blends. The flavor profile takes you from creamy smoothness to a place no other milder cigar has ventured. Available in full grade sizes, shipping to stores near you in August 2015, and price drug. Boutique Blend Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. 
using a double leaf binder and meticulously box pressed, Sindicato cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato cigars. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. This is Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the effervescent Honest Abe and... The ready to get working, Lady M. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And we are here in the meat and potatoes of our Meet Your Maker segment with Casey Hogan of Crux Cigars. And Casey was just telling us about the blends and the lines. Now, when before we met uh, at Lazona Palooza a couple weeks ago, Eric Jr. told me that you guys have a very interesting story about how you came up with the name Crux. We have a very interesting story. Well, uh, <laughs> it's a very, it's, he looks he looks surprised. That's what Eric um, told me. It might me be anyway, interesting so. to him too. I would love to hear Eric's interesting story of how we came up with it because I mean, there's I mean, I mean, going through the whole process of you know selecting a name. Like I said, we're from Minnesota, so we were going to try to stay to our roots. Something that was not like, hey, we're L something, you know, with Spanish names in it. So we wanted to say something that. Kind of stayed with us, but Dan uh, Gringo, if you will. Well, you didn't name it Yanol, so you know. True, that. true. It wasn't El Blanco, <laughs> so. Right. Um, but um, you know, so there's you have to find a word that you can trademark that you can trademark through the industry, and you know, there's some think tank processing going there, and um, it ended up being you know one of Jeff's best friends would always just say, "What's what's your crux?" You know, and name kind of hit him, and you know, all of a sudden, you know, that doesn't sound bad, and crux actually means. Um, like crossroads decisions so you know taking the time to choose your crux for the day i mean is it are you going to go to work you're going to work hard are you going to go earn that chance to get a cigar are you going to make the decision where you know today's the day where you're going to take the day off and enjoy the cigars on the golf course or with a stout or whatever you're going to do so crux i mean is a versatile word that we like that sounded cool and you know has a great story, according to Espinosa. Yeah, I was going to say, did you, know, did you hear a more interesting story? No, he just said, when you get him on the radio show, you got to ask him about it. I'm like, okay, I will, and I made sure to denote that. Really uh, like you guys that. also have some very you know, nice text that you guys are using on these bands, and you know, it's more, is that more of a sword, or are you going with a cross on the X in there? This, it's I more think. of a sword. That's what I thought. And, and that's, uh, that's uh, Mark Dom, who's our, our designer. He's, he does all our, all our graphics, all our designs, so he's absolutely fantastic for us, and you know, we... 
And wh- where did the sword idea come from? Was it just something he well, said well, or just wanted to go with? It, it kind of comes from the 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 history of the word crux. Is, mm-hmm. You know, it has some Latin in there as well. Right. So there's, you know, the old... The crux gave us a the sword with the red Swarovski crystal that's our reoccurring element that people find to be absolutely elegant. Also a pain in the ass for ballistics when you're doing... Shirts and shirts and hats. Uh, so we actually put that on there. Everything except our golf ball because it doesn't fly as well with that on there. Um, <laughs> um, but um, we wanted a recurring element. So you have the name Crux, and then you have the sword that can gen into a bl- brand recognition as well. So you also have that Swarovski crystal on there that you know is eye catching. It stands out, and it's it's just something that we wanted to do to you know look forward with branding. Speaking of you know the golf ball and the crystal that didn't work, you're an avid golfer too. I am an avid golfer. I'm a big fan of golf. If I wasn't smoking a cigar playing golf, I would rather be doing not a whole Are lot you of a good golfer. Um, I used to be. V- well, I was in the golf business. For better five than years. baseball or what? No, he got paid for baseball. He got paid to play. He got paid for baseball. I was I was a fairly good golfer uh, when I spent a lot of time playing golf, and in Vegas I played probably 100 to 150 rounds a year. Wow. Um, wow. Now yeah. I play about. Uh, three rounds this year so far wow. so my handicap now is my my work ethic and uh, my job so uh, i used to shoot you know in the mid 70s so oh, wow. but uh now i'd be happy to go out and break 90 wow. Me too. now you were in the industry for a while you mentioned something about the golf industry uh golf business uh and when, golf I, business. when i went to vegas uh, i fortunate enough to luck into a uh, job running a golf company called paradise golf uh we did uh you know concierge stuff we had a retail store and some online sales that i you know basically uh took that company and we we grew for four years uh when a when a guy bought the company and you know brought me along and i was fresh out of baseball needed a job and said i'll play golf you know and had to do a little bit of work along the way but no so that was where i kind of got my first fingers dipped into running a company i love this guy's career life let's see got paid to play baseball then went golf now he's doing cigars i mean Pretty good. I'm waiting. I'm still looking for my first job. <laughs> it's pretty good. You've done pretty, pretty good, my friend. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Nobody? No? Right. What was that? That was Larry David. It was. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. At least somebody the got the reference. Yeah. Right. I didn't get that reference. All right. I was like, what's he doing? He just wants to copy you, basically. I didn't know where that was coming from. Hey, that was a good one. Hold on. Let me you, do it, you too. Went, you went pretty good. So I was like, oh, if you're going to do that, you got to go pretty, pretty. All right, we're good. Right. We're good. Yeah. So, Fred Ruiz said something very interesting a long time ago. Somebody asked him, he's like, you know, what, what separates you from every other gringo that's trying to get in the cigar business? Uh, what separates me and Crux Cigars from every other gringo? Well, there's the the past of Jeff and Joel have, you know, between them 40 years of retail experience mm-hmm. in the cigar industry, um, a lot of business knowledge, and the fact is the passion that, you know, they have and instilled in me in, in cigars, and like we just said, Having a career that's not a real work. I mean, it's a lot of work, but it's it's really fun. And so, what sets us apart is the fact is we have a lot of experience from the retail perspective of you know the packaging we use, the sizes we do, we're trying to make that box a little bigger for different cigars. Um, but what really sets us apart, I think, is the fact that Jeff and Joel have spent so much time down in the factory. I mean, Jeff spent three and a half years going down once a month for the fact that he didn't just go, hey, let's 
pick a cigar, let's make it, and let's put a brand on it. I mean, he wanted to learn the process from the you know the seed to all the tobacco he's using, and he did a SWOT analysis of every factory down there and wanted to find what would be a best partner for us as a company to try to continue to grow as we you know start from the beginning all the way until see where it takes us. So what's what sets that apart is the fact that we have a great a great relationship with the Placencia family. Um, that allows us to do a lot of different things. And, you know, people say the Placencia factory, I mean, they are second to none in the tobacco they grow. So that gives us a lot of opportunity to choose from basically the largest warehouse of tobacco to have a lot of different unique blends. And that's when Jeff has been the freedom to go down there and choose the tobacco and make a lot of different cigars with different tobacco from different regions from different countries. Now, do you run what, – what's your day-to-day involvement in the company? I mean, Jeff's obviously going down, working on the blends. Are you just handling the fulfillment and distribution here in Florida? No, I do um, – between Joel and I, who's the other business partner, we do all of our – oversee all of our sales. I do all the all the distribution part myself. Joel and I do sales. And then I'm with quality control out of the factory. Now, now so. Joel, Joel is still in Minnesota. Joel is still in Minnesota, yes. Okay, so when you guys seeing sales, are you guys hitting the road? Are you yes. Traveling? Really? Joel is leaving, I think, tomorrow to do the Midwest again. I'll head to Atlanta here in a couple weeks. Jeff and I were just in Texas uh, beginning of March. When you're on the road for a couple weeks, do you have staff in the office that are shipping out orders or who does well, that? Well, what I try to do is I try to make sure I can get back to Miami for one, at least one day and the weekend of, so I can get everything boxed up. So there's a lot of late nights, a lot of weekends. Wow. Um, but I do also have, you know, the Espinosas. They do, if I need them to they'll help out, they'll help out. Eric's definitely been a help, definitely guy. been a help for me. Super great. Super I mean, those guy. guys are my family in Highlight Gardens. I mean, those wow. guys are absolutely fantastic. Are you married? I am single, so oh, we got that going go. for us. Don't you let me be like, Emily? No, you got eligible guys. <laughs> I, got, got friends. I, got, I got friends. Friends? <laughs> Not in the Hialeah Gardens, though. <laughs> well, I, li- I, li- I live in Sunny Isles Beach, so there's... there's That's cool. That works. That, that works. works. <laughs> I, li- I live right on the beach, right there off the I got some friends that are like that, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Condo on the beach, seeing the uh, seeing the beach and the intercoastal. It's I got lots spot. of friends that line up. There you go. Hook a brother up. Hey, thanks for the offer after, after all these years. They've already they, said they think you're creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With that, let's see if we can play a little rapid fire here with Casey Hogan of Crux Cigars. All right. You ready, Casey? I'm ready. Worst job you ever had? Haven't had a job. <laughs> no, no. I take that back. The worst job I ever had was when I was, I think I was 15. I worked as a dishwasher for a fish and whiskey restaurant in St. Cloud, Minnesota. That's pretty bad. Anton's Fish and Whiskey. <laughs> Great food. <laughs> Angriest you ever been? Angriest I've ever been. Um, probably when I was released from a team in Winnipeg. Okay. Because nobody wants to be in Winnipeg anyway. True. Yes. It's very cold there. Uh, favorite sport? Golf. Last lie you told? Last lie I told? Um, probably my favorite sport being golf. <laughs> <laughs> Job you were fired from? Baseball. <laughs> Have you ever committed a crime? I played the fifth. Good man. Good call. Smart. Worst date you ever had? Worst date I've ever had. Um, Future date with Emily's friend. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the next blind date. Uh, that'll that'll be the worst one I can tell. What music are you ashamed that you listen to? What music did I? Oh, wow, this is a good one. Probably Justin Bieber. <laughs> no. So wrong. Wow. You're right. You were singing it the other day. Have you seen that new album? I don't know one Justin Bieber song. <laughs> 
I have the CD. I don't know one Taylor <laughs> song. He's a Taylor Swift fan. Taylor uh, Swift is great too. Great. I'm, not, I'm not ashamed I of that one though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I happily admit to it. I will I'm sing it. I'm not ashamed of that one. <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't be. You only have 24 hours left to live. What do you do? Try to break onto Augusta National and play golf. Apps, excellent decision. <laughs> Look at him. Excellent decision. And last but not least, paper or plastic. What? I prefer to just to carry it. Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming that was a grocery question. Probably, yeah. Is it? Yeah, paper even or plastic though they, Even though they no longer oh. ask you that question anymore back in the old days, they used to, but pretty much it's all automatically just plastic. Yes. They don't really give you Well, you should use it to reusable bags. That's yeah. more economically sound. Yes. My wife, they're, they're so economically sound, my wife keeps losing them and having to keep them buying them every week. Because they know. I, like, what, then we got like six in the house. And then you go to the grocery store and there's like one lying around. I always put go? like five in my car and then I go into the store and then I forget the five. And then by the time I get to, back to the car, I'm like, it's in plastic now. They Too deliver late. groceries now, by the way. Yes, they do. I got to sign up for that. Yeah. Ship shopping, too, if you want to sign up for that. Just <laughs> just what you need to have another duty that you don't need. Absolutely. Well, Casey, thank you for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Best of luck with Crux Cigars. We look forward to seeing the things you're coming out with at this year's trade show. And, you know, hopefully the new line doesn't take you forever to get back out. Yeah, website? Yeah, CruxCigars.com. Um, yeah, yeah, we uh, use hashtag social media. Go Crux yourself. Uh, one of our fantastic ones there. Trying to be a little edgy, trying to be a little safe. I like but, it. Uh, so go Crux yourself. Absolutely. So Crux Cigars, uh, at Crux Cigars, Facebook, at Crux Twitter. Cigars, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, yeah, www.cruxcigars.com. Um, and, yeah, looking forward to the new stuff coming out and then even newer things that we'll announce at the show this year. Very Sounds cool. great. Casey, thanks for being here. Make sure you stay tuned and keep it lit. Palm Beach's hottest party and best value at Spearmint Rhino on Okeechobee and Military Trail. It's the Vegas party scene and entertainment at local prices. When's the last time you've been to the Rhino? Friendliest staff and service with awesome specials. Like $2 Ucala, including Grey Goose, Crown Royal, and even import beer. The Spearmint Rhino, where the real party happens. Don't forget about $10 Tuesdays and Friday Power Hour. Free well drinks from 5 to 6 p.m. Palm Beach's best value at the Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. I smoke Padilla. Hear me roar. Living in this land of political freedom, Ernesto and Carlos Padilla, the sons of the lion-hearted writer and poet Alberto Padilla, once imprisoned by the Castro government and whose forefathers grew tobacco in our beloved Cuba, are proudly blending cigars that continue the magnificent Cuban traditions of cigar making. Visit your local tobacconist and ask for the unique smoking experience that is Padilla. One puff of Padilla and you'll roar too. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. What a beautiful morning, yeah! I hear the birds chirping, my dreams smelling good, feeling like I should. Welcome back to Kiss My Usher Radio. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. We are here in hour two of episode 204, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Welcome, thank you for joining us today on Kiss My Usher Radio. With me, of course, the lovely Lady M and the extroverted Honest Abe. I tell you what, man, they got Casey running around doing... Oh, yeah. He's doing quality control, he's doing shipping, he's doing events, he's doing sales. 
all kinds of fun stuff. It was definitely great to have him. And now we have another special guest with us today. Bob Still is a member and golf tournament director for the Palm Beach Cigar Club Golf Classic, coming to you on May the 14th. Bob's extensive past professional career in sports and marketing made him the clear choice to head up this program. Bob has served such organizations as the Golf Course Superintendent Association of America, the PGA of America, and the National Alliance of Youth Sports. Bob, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you very much, Adam. We're looking forward to this today. Bob, I've been in Palm Beach County 18 years. How am I not a member of the Palm Beach Cigar Club? Well, we've got to get you out there. We, we just started. Uh, do, I not, do I not make the cut? No, do I not make no. The, it's do any, I not make the standards? Everybody that loves a cigar is welcome to be a part of this. There's no dues or anything, but uh, it's just a group of guys that started uh, a little over a year ago, gathering on the first Wednesday of every month at uh, Winston Trails Golf Club at the Avanti's restaurant that they have there. That's why I don't golf. And uh, it, yeah, it was, but, it, but you know what? About half of the group golfs, the other half just, you know, cigar lovers. And what we do is we meet about 6 o'clock, have a cigar. We then go inside for $20. We get a three-course dinner with a beverage. And then afterwards we come back outside and have another cigar. And just really? tell stories. Oh, yeah, it's a great, great group. How many guys show up for this? We haven't. We've had as many as fifty. We've got uh, average probably is around thirty-five, forty every uh, that's, every month. That's very good. So yeah, and we're just getting things kind of started. And uh, last August, the guys decided they said we should do a golf tournament. So we did a golf tournament in three weeks. We put together an event. Actually, it was, took about six weeks. Put it together. Had sixty players. And uh, ended up giving $500 proceeds to the Wellington Boys and Girls Club. And from that event, we did a postcard to every player, and we said, what charity would you really like us to get involved with? And half of the group had talked about dogs, everything from all kinds of different charitable groups, and, uh, and, and a lot of the others had veterans in there. So this year, we connected ourselves with the Awesome Greyhound Adoptions Program, which is a fantastic nonprofit hundred percent volunteer where they train uh, the greyhound dogs that come from the kennel club and then they become service dogs for our military right here in south florida oh so wow. it's a two-in-one oh. yeah oh well, that's fascinating that's awesome and how long has this charity been around well they've been around for about five years mm-hmm. and uh they've they've placed several dogs already it takes about four months and uh, around four to five thousand dollars to actually do the training of these dogs. Pay, wow. the, pay the vet bills. They pay, but the volunteers. It's a hundred percent as far as the people that live with these dogs for twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. Wow! And I mean, it, the, the, their commitment and dedication is amazing. And when you think about a service dog, you know, you think German Shepherds, you think Labradors, Golden Retrievers. You wouldn't think about a Greyhound, but right. the Greyhound is so strong. They're muscular. Uh, makeup is so strong they make for great service dogs especially with people that have parkinson's muscular sclerosis muscular dystrophy and then the ptsd these dogs are basically trained to do nothing but run mm-hmm. once they're done running their races they're calm they're gentle wow. and so they make perfect service dogs for these kinds of people that need that kind of a soft approach and so i my i just give my heart out to these people that wow. have the time to do this and, and to see these guys, once they have a dog, and how they come alive. Some of these vets that come back from uh, Afghanistan and Iraq who have, you know, really suffered and given a lot for our country. And to see how they come back out of their shell once they have that dog as a partner with them. It's a true unconditional affection that you don't have to worry about what's the motive or what's the bias. And I think that's what makes it so easy when it comes Absolutely. to like a dog. Emily's about to cry. She's going to do it on the air. She's on the edge. Oh, 
Oh, I can uh, tell you some tear jerking stories. Those stories, please. Those stories. <laughs> Just one. No, come on. So you guys are going to have this golf tournament on the 14th. It's going to be at Winston Trails. 14th of May. And so we have a month to go. It's at Winston Trails. It's a scramble tournament, so you do not have to be a great golfer. This is the part that makes it fun. This is going to be one of the most fun events. If you're a golfer, this will be one of the most fun golf tournaments that you could be a part of. Um, it's a scramble format. Men, women can play together. Um, we we play uh, um What's called the birdie or a bogey is your friend, so nobody's going to be out there shooting twenties on one hole, you know. And and we also have scorekeepers with every team, so nobody's going to come in oh. at twenty five under, where you know where they use that eraser a lot. So oh. it's it's a fun setup. You mean golfers that wouldn't keep the right score. No <laughs> way. Cheats. No way. How unethical. I, I am think, an honest golfer, and I, I write down every are. single I believe yes. you are. So what is is there a cost? What's the cost to enter into this tournament and the details? All righty. Well, it's $99 to play in the event. For the $99, you're going to get a pack of cigars from – we have eight different cigar sponsors wow. that are part of the event right now. Uh, the cigar companies that are involved with us, if I may share that with yeah, you. Absolutely. Is um, uh, Camacho, My Father's Cigars. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get that. La Hugada. La Hugada. HVC, Leaf by Oscar, Espinosa, Perdomo, and Drew Estates will all have uh, reps there and and uh, and or their cigars in the gift packet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a lighter from Lotus that'll be in the gift packet. You're going to have more than a hundred dollars worth of value in just the cigars and, and the items that we give you in advance. In, in addition to all the things that are included in the golf, you get the golf, you get the dinner. There's a nice Italian dinner afterwards that we're going to have as well as part of that. There's a silent auction. There's also a raffle uh, with all kinds of stuff. And then we have a couple of live auction items as well that we're doing. So it's a really fun, fulfilled day. How does someone register? Will they go to the website or call, number to call? We have a website now that's set up for this event. It's pbcigarclubgolf.com. And you can go to our website and get all the information about the tournament itself and everything there, as well as everything about the, the awesome Greyhound Adoptions Program. But uh, you can do everything right there. It's 100% tax deductible. You can do it with a MasterCard, Visa, American Express, or even through PayPal. So it takes care of everything there. You can buy. And this is something I want to emphasize to your listeners, especially if they're out not in Palm Beach County area. And they, I know you're in Atlanta and some other areas. Sure. If you'd like to just support the event Absolutely. and be helpful, you can go on the website. You can make a donation. You can buy raffle tickets, and we'll be able to contact you if you want to participate with raffle tickets. So there's ways you can help even if you're not in this area. Definitely. And that's why we really appreciate A.B. having us on. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Bob, give us that website just one more time. Okay. It's pbcigarclubgolf.com. Perfect. And if people still wanted to volunteer or help out or sponsor a hole or something like that, is that still available? We do have hole sponsorships available, and again, it's great value. It's a $115 donation. For that $115, they're going to get a hole sign at the course, of course, the day of the event. But they're also going to be linked onto our website then for the remainder of the year. So you can go to their website, click it. And, uh, you know, your, your company's got a year's worth of advertising, basically, for this as well. So we appreciate that we can now, do that. Any closest to the pin, any longest drive contest, Absolutely. fun stuff like that? Like I said, this is going to be one of the best fun tournaments you can be a part of. There's a closest to the pin. There's a longest drive contest. Uh, there's a putting contest before the tournament itself. And all of this is included. I want to emphasize this, too, to the golfers that are out there that 
uh, have played in a lot of tournaments and you end up paying 150 or 200 dollars to play and then when you get on the golf course they're hitting you for 10 dollars here and 20 dollars there this is everything's included so there's right. no additional costs out there to, golf to go digging in your like yeah that. all of that's included and then the only those, thing really here's, is buying my ten dollars because now i gotta go and get get entered into the close to the pin and then i just shank it off and it's right. in the sand trap right ruins no. my ten dollars and i feel like crap <laughs> for the next two holes well and at the end of the day your pocket's completely cleaned out and i know that that's important to a lot of the charities but what we're really trying to do here is create a value first and and then raise money, as I say, for this this great organization. If I wanted to just sign up an entire foursome, can I do that? Absolutely. You just go to that website. You can put in how many players you want. You list a number. It's, it's got a spot where you can put the names of all the players that you want in on your team, and we'll have you taken care of. Right now, we're at uh, we've got uh, sixteen teams in the event already now for this year. Wow. So we're, we're, we're looking, you know, we'd love to get 20, 25 teams. So there's plenty of time still sure out there, there and get some Absolutely. people to sign up. Now this dinner you do once a month at the club. Mm-hmm. Invitation, somebody just shows up. Just show up. You know, come here. Or then give me a call in advance. Is there an RSVP? Or? Not at this time. The way, we've, we, really? the way we've set it up. No, the way we've set it up is, you know, it's just kind of been the inner circle of the people who know about it at this point. Uh, but but certainly anybody can give me a call if they wanted to come, and I'll be happy to put them on the list so that they can come and join us in May. I think uh, I don't have the calendar in front might, of me. Might surprise you one month. But absolutely, you know, and like I say, it's it's just a group of guys. There's no affiliation to any particular shop or anything. I mean, we just all get together and we talk about what we what we enjoy. And so it's a really fun event. We've had a couple of reps that have come by. You know, and stopped in. Pete Hernandez, I'm sure you know very well. That guy will go anywhere for Pete a free meal. Go, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you food, feed him, food, food, feed him, food, he will food. come. He, yeah. he, he almost looks like you, Abe. He's had, oh. he's, he looks like he's wow. had a few free meals in his I've life. I've never been so insulted. <laughs> I've never been so Could insulted. Could be your brother. Yeah. Really? But, uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really the, the, the best part about it. All right, so it's the Palm Beach County Charitable Golf Tournament that's going on May 14th. Spots are still available. Just give everybody the website one more time. Yeah. Absolutely. It's pbcigarclubgolf.com. And if people <clears> want to find me. out more information about the club itself, where can they go and get information about they that? They can give me a call at 561-670-8489. Once again, it's 561-670-8489. And they can also go to, we have a Facebook page that's Palm Beach Cigar Club Golf. There you go. Easy enough. Check it out on Facebook. Great times. Bob, best of luck with the tournament. We hope everything goes swimmingly for you and with the club as you guys continue to grow and just have a good time. Thanks for being here. Tell us everything about it. Really appreciate it. I want to add one other thing. Absolutely. One other thing. We are going to have in the raffle uh, a bottle of Havana rum and some cigars from Cuba because I'm going there next weekend. Nice. Oh, Ah, great trip. I'm doing a three-day trip over there. I have to follow up with you and see how that that is. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got 15 T-shirts from the Kansas City Royals. I'm a big baseball fan, and I'm a Royals fan. And so I got 15 World Series T-shirts from the Royals that we're taking over there. We're going to just drive down the road and find a little kid's playing baseball and give them those T-shirts as part of the deal. Have some fun with that, too. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Enjoy going to Cuba. Make sure we can't wait to see how this whole tournament goes, and best of luck with the club. When we come back, more exciting things, and we're going to hear from Terry Vert's astronaut extraordinaire. Make sure you're keeping it lit.
Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown habanero wrapper from the legendary Jalapeno Valley. Produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-body cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. 25 years of excellence in the cigar industry has allowed Nestor Miranda and Miami Cigar to become household names. Going into their 26th year, they celebrate by rebranding one of their cornerstone lines, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Innovation in design and style makes NMC one of the most modern brands on the market today. Three different wrappers allow for this line to be an anytime smoke. Ecuadorian Connecticut for the morning, Nicaraguan Habano just after lunch, and a broadleaf Maduro for your nightcap. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchiest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blend cigars at your nearest tobacconist today. The a Flores signature cigar brands out of the PDR Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic are a must-have for every cigar connoisseur. Whether you smoke the A. Flores Seri Privada, the AFR 75 Edmundo, or the Flores E. Rodriguez 10th Anniversary Reserva Limitada, you will find yourself experiencing truly unique cigars that set new standards for superior construction, smooth draws, and flavor complexity. Visit your nearest tobacconist and ask for the fine cigars of Abe Flores, the hottest boutique cigar maker in the industry. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. 
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister, and with me, of course, the incomparable, Honest Abe, incomparable, incomparable. Couldn't get my headphones on. Like now, did, awkward. I, did I give you enough audio now? Yeah, I hear my Okay, yeah. I turned it up a little bit. Flayer much. That's all you got to do. Flayer much. So the lovely Lady M has vanished off to go try and finish moving. Checked out. I don't even know why she showed up. Because she felt obligated. Then be on time. If you're obligated, be on time. Also, good point. I'm not going to fight the fight that we are here for. But uh, we now are going to, every now and then, we find some interesting audio out there in the world. Yes. She's going to start storming in this door any second. As long as she only punches you. Yeah. Uh, We find some interesting audio. Now, this was an interesting thing that actually Lady M found where this woman was freaking out because she thought she was going to miss her Disney cruise. I haven't heard this at all. I haven't either. I just know that uh, John and Emily both told me it's hysterical. So she apparently she freaks out because she's going to miss her Disney cruise and wants these people to pay for it. This is just audio or is it actually a video? This is actually just the audio. But they actually have a video. There, there, the video, a video on, of it. Wow. There's a video on Facebook. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Colin, go ahead. Let's see. Let's hear what we got here. All of us. Philadelphia. I could have driven there in the four hours that we're waiting here. They sent somebody over here. She does not sound happy. Now, this is in an airport, right? Yes, so she's we're trying to get on a plane. My question is, do you get on a plane with this woman? No. I, if I'm the... Like, I was once in an airline where a guy was rude to the woman at the gate. We'll come back to So I'm waiting for a year, and I'm waiting for it all my life in the same sentence. Now, Emily said that she um, she ended up making her cruise anyway. It made it on time. After and all keep that. in mind, too, that she actually did make the flight on time, and she made the cruise just fine. So, oh, wait. How long was she waiting, and why? was it just a random weather delay or something? Yeah, it was a weather delay. Everything was canceled. So she really had no right to be mad at the airline. I'm seeing, like, do you get on a plane then with that woman after witnessing that? Yeah, you, the, the, cr- the best part is you find out you're sitting next to her on the plane. Uh, the worst part is, like, if you're the airline staff, how do you just tell this woman, I'm sorry, if you're going to act like this, you're not getting on a plane today until you learn to act like an actual human being. Yeah, but the funny part, too, is you can see her kids in the video, like, cringing and clutching their dolls and things like that. It's it's absolutely hilarious. They're, like, so far away from their mother. It's it's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. Kids definitely scarred for life. I tell you what, it reminds me, I don't know whether it's a true story or urban legend, but one of my favorite stories, but something like this about a dude having a major tirade in the airport because they wouldn't let him get on the plane early or whatever, and he kept screaming and yelling at the, the lady behind the desk, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I guess he was somebody special. I don't know. 
And finally the lady goes, uh, excuse me, but does anybody here know who this gentleman is? Because he seems to have forgotten who he is. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't know if it's an urban legend or a story, but I, I've heard the story. Uh, that would be great. It's like this one time I was in Atlanta, and this guy was just going off on this flight, at this poor woman working the desk, about getting on and boarding, and that he needed to get to a different flight, and needed a different ticket or something, and just starts cursing at her and going crazy, and she says, well, I guess you know, now you're not going to go anywhere today because we're going to ground you, sir, and decided that... He- oh, yeah, you can't. you cannot mess with the airport people. Yeah. You cannot ma- listen. We were I, when I went to the night to remember dinner yeah. in New York, right? Yes. I'm sitting next to a guy, and I know something's going on because when I'm boarding the plane, the these wait stewardess is talking to the pilots, and they're all look at this concerned look on their side, whatever. But I don't know what's going on because usually you know they greet you when you walk in, but they yeah. don't greet nobody. Right. I sit down. This guy's sitting to my right. I walk by him. Next thing I know, the lady comes. She goes, "Excuse me, sir, but the light." Um, no one can get here to repair the light for 45 minutes. All right? So this dude sitting in the plane is like, well, how am I going to read my paper with no light? This is at 8.30 in the morning. Okay? The, 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 the plane is bright as day. The little button the above little light is broken. Is, he's like, what are you going to do for me? This was his response. What are you going to do for me because the little light button didn't work? Right? And she says, we're not going to do nothing. We can get a mechanic here, but it'll take 45 minutes. What would you like to do? And I'm like, if this dude says, bring a mechanic, I was going to go ballistic. Then a dude across the aisle says, my light works. I'll switch with him. <laughs> yeah, he switched yeah. seats. He, he, he switched, switched seats. He switched seats to read his newspaper. you got to be the, kidding no. me. All the windows open, 8 in the morning break. I'm telling you, dude. You meet the weirdest people in the airports. Oh, yes. Weirdest. Oh, that's why I created... I hate flying. This is why I created a game for whenever I fly. It's called Airport Bingo. (laughs) What's that? Basically, you just find the most random things. I am yet to not see someone wearing a cowboy hat no matter where I am in the country. That's probably a good game. um, People from an amusement park dress, all kinds of fun stuff. It's a lot of fun. But sadly, only I play. Well, when we come back, we're going to hear my interview with Terry Vertz. Make sure you're keeping it lit. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinozaCigars.com. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, for the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. 
The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I'm feeling high, champion fly. Work hard every day till we reach to the goal. This is for the people that we work hard. And welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Now we've got a very special guest for you today. Lots of children everywhere grow up to be astronauts, but few actually get to achieve that goal. With me today is Terry Vertz, who has over 213 days of time in space and has been a resident of the International Space Station. Terry, thank you for joining us today. Well, thanks. It's good to be here. So, had you always wanted to be an astronaut, or when did you first get the bug? to go into space? You know, it's something I've wanted to do ever since childhood. Uh, the first book that I read as a kid was about the Apollo program. And as I grew up, I had a bedroom with walls full of F-16 posters and star and astronomy posters. And uh, it's just something I've been interested in ever since I was a kid, ever since I can remember. Now, after spending months in space at the International Space Station, what's something that people don't understand about being up there for you know, you were there for almost two months. What's the one something people don't understand that boggles the mind of being up there for that long? You know, um, that's a good question. Actually, the most recent flight I did was 200 days, so it was a long, uh, almost four seasons on Earth up in space. And um, when you think of astronaut, you think of launching and landing and rendezvous and spacewalks and all this exciting stuff, and we did all of that. But 95% of our time was just a daily 
work schedule. And so you wake up, you got a conference call with the ground, you go do your science experiments, go do your exercise. And um, so most of the life of an astronaut is um, getting work done. There's a, there's a lot of work that we're doing on board the space station. But in, in between this kind of daily work schedule is you get to float, which is unbelievable. I mean, it's just the coolest thing. And then whenever you get a chance to look out the window, you're looking at the earth or the stars or the heavens or what, you know, it's, so it's this odd mix of daily life punctuated by unbelievable, you know, unearthly experiences every day. Absolutely. And after you come back from something like 200 days, what is the weirdest thing about being back on earth besides just having to deal with gravity? <laughs> it's funny. I, um, I actually readapted to earth amazingly quickly. My son turned 16 when I was in space. Mm-hmm. So the day after I landed, we were out car shopping. Um, <laughs> he said it's time for a car. Um, of course, I wasn't driving. It, it took me a few days. That there was a pretty significant dizziness that, that I had. Um, and I was able to walk. I was able to do everything. I just did it slowly and you know carefully for a few days. Um, but I, the thing that was most surprising was how quickly I recovered, You know, physically, very quickly. And even this dizziness only took a few days to go away. I, it was kind of surprising after 200 days. That's fascinating. And if I'm not mistaken, you were one of the astronauts who went up with one of the Russian cosmonauts and on a Russian shuttle the last time, right? I did, yeah. So uh, I launched out of Baikonur uh, in Kazakhstan, which is the same place where Yuri Gagarin launched um, 55 years ago for the first human in space from the same launch pad. Wow. And uh, so that was quite a ride. I was with a Russian cosmonaut, Anton Shkaplerov, an Italian astronaut, a lady named Samantha Cristoforetti, and then myself, and we were all packed into this little Soyuz capsule. Now, what what is the biggest difference from flying on the old, which are now retired, um, U, U.S. NASA ships to going space shuttle. Oh, yeah, the space, U.S. space shuttles to the Russian cosmonaut shuttles? So there, there's a lot of difference. The very different vehicles. The Soyuz is designed to take three people into space and get them back to Earth. There's not a lot of room. It's extremely cramped. Um, it, it basically has one purpose. There's not a lot of cargo or payload space. There's a small, basically like a, a bedroom drawer is, is what you have to bring into space. The shuttle, on the other hand, was humongous. It was over 200,000 pounds, just the space shuttle orbiter itself. Um, it had a big payload bay that you could put whole satellites in there and you know, it could carry 50,000 pounds into orbit. It could carry a crew of seven with a robotic arm. So the space shuttle was this self-contained, payload-carrying laboratory. You could do spacewalks from it and everything. And the Soyuz is just a very small way to get people to and from space. Um, they both work, and they both serve their purposes, but they really are really different. And, and if I read correctly, you've got over 20, 20 hours of spacewalks under you. What's it like to just actually be out in the nothingness, attached by a very thin thread to a giant thing that is just floating through space? So I've had, as an Air Force fighter pilot and test pilot, I've flown a lot of airplanes. I've done a lot of things. (laughs) I got to fly the space shuttle. Um, But I must say, there's not anything like doing a spacewalk. I have not had that opportunity ever before, and it was pretty incredible to do the three spacewalks. Um, and it was not a matter of being scared or dizzy looking down at Earth, but it was more a matter of you have got to be careful and you've got to pay attention to what you're doing 
you know, every second for each one of these spacewalks is about seven, six or seven hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just can't let your guard down. You can't just sit down and take a break. Uh, you've got to hold on the whole time. You've got to make sure all your tools are tethered so they don't float away. Um, and everybody's watching you. You know, for the average day of my 200 days in space, frankly, the eyes of the world are not on you most days. But when you do a spacewalk, there's an awful lot of people watching. You're in the news. And so you, um, you really don't want to screw that up. So it's, it requires a lot of attention and focus. You know, speaking of it being like the greatest thing, one of the greatest things you've ever experienced, there's been a lot of work now into the creation of these space tourism companies like SpaceX and Virgin Galactic trying to get into the be the first to create easy-to-use tourists going to space. What, what, as someone who's been to space, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think in general, um, and in, in principle, it's a great idea. It's amazing. I, I travel all around the world, speak to people, and people are just very interested in space. It's just a human natural thing to be interested in space. They're amazed when they meet someone who's been there because there's only been a few hundred people who have had the privilege of of going into space. And so I think there's definitely a desire there. There's certainly a market. I think there's a business case that could be made for um, some of the different modes of transportation they're looking at. But one thing to keep in mind is it's not easy. Um, You've got to go, in order to get into orbit, you've got to go over 17,000 miles an hour. And that requires just an amazing amount of energy to get started and also an amazing amount of energy to get you slowed down again. And so that's just not a safe thing to do by, you know, modern American definition of the word safe. And so whoever flies into space as a tourist or as a professional NASA astronaut is going to assume some degree of risk. And I think that's why it's been kind of slow going and, you know, the companies are running into challenges. It's something that's doable and I'm excited to see it happen. Uh, But there is definitely an element of risk there too. Now, in that same way, there's also been a lot of talk in the last couple of years about creating these trips to Mars. Now, as someone who's been to outer space, do you feel like Mars is the next step in our growth of planetary exploration? I I think... In the 21st century, Mars is clearly the goal for humanity, you know, in space exploration. Um, The moon, I think, is a great place to go as a testing ground to uh, test out the technologies. Because even though we went there in the 60s and 70s, um, we didn't go there. Like, our parents and our grandparents went there. So um, the new crowd of engineers and astronauts are going to need a place to test things out. And Mars is many, many, many months away. The moon's only three days away. So it's a great place to test things out. Uh, but the moon has no, basically no water or atmosphere. It's a two-week-long day, a two-week-long night. Uh, the radiation environment there is very dangerous on the moon. Um, the moon's just not a great place for people to live permanently. Mars, on the other hand, has a 24-and-a-half-hour day. There's a very thin atmosphere. It's not breathable, but there's something there. Um, there is water. If you have a small telescope, you can look at Mars in the winter or summer, and you can see the polar ice caps. You can actually see water on the surface of Mars from Earth. Um, so there is a lot of similarities between Mars and Earth, and uh, for the long term, I think it would be great for uh, for a, kind of a, a permanent next big destination. And on that same token, you've got all these publicly funded companies that are trying to privately raise funds to do it. What, what do you think about just trying to get the average Joe to be the first colonizer of Mars? <laughs> Well, um, 
we had President Kennedy in the 60s, and he gave a wonderful speech that motivated the nation to go to the moon. And he said, you know, I think I believe this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal of landing a man on the moon, and most importantly, returning him safely to Earth. So I think that was an important <laughs> important phrase in Absolutely. President Kennedy's speech. So I, I think, uh, you know, astronauts who go there are going to have to be able to put up with a fair amount of isolation for an extended period of time, knowing that they are farther away from Earth than any human has ever been. Um, but on the on the other side, psychologically, they're getting to land on Mars, and then they can look forward to coming back. So they're going to have a lot of uh, challenges, but they'll also have a big carrot out there in front of them, uh, which I think is going to make that mission pretty awesome. Oh, fantastic. You know, Scott Kelly just returned from a year in space, and, you know, you were up there for almost 200 days, which is just over a, almost an entire year. Um, he, he was there to see the effects on the human body and how this could actually go as an experiment to see if the, someone could actually stand to be there for an entire year. Um, have you ever spoken to Scott or even gotten to know him at all? Or? Well, yeah, actually, when I was uh, the commander of the space station is when Scott showed up. So we actually spent three months together in space and I was his first, like I got him started on his on his mission. Oh. Um, he and he and Mikhail Kornienko were, was the Russian cosmonaut. Right. They were together on this um, year in space. So, um, yeah, the, that was the goal was to see some of the physiological effects of a year in weightlessness. And um, uh, I've seen Scott. I, w- I was at his house last week, and we're, uh, I was there when he, the day he landed. So he's doing great and uh, getting around fine and. You know, the Russians have had, actually, Valery Polyakov, back in the 90s, was on board the Mir space station for over 400 days. He's the record holder. So the Russians have had several um, over-a-year flights, and then we just had uh, Scott and Misha just spent the 340 days in space. So people have been in weightlessness for a long period of time. Um, Everybody has different effects, but uh, with the workout equipment that we have now, uh, with some of the... Yeah, I, I took a regimen of vitamin D to help my bones out. Um, I can't speak for everybody, but I know for me personally, uh, I did not lose any bone density, which is a big concern. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost 0.0%. Uh, my muscles were in great shape when I got back to Earth. I did 20 pull-ups the week I got back. and um, So I, I, I can say, at least from, from my point of view, people can stay in weightlessness for a long period of time and come back to Earth in good shape. Now, I've heard that occasionally astronauts and those that are in space, they like to play pranks on each other. Do you have any funny <laughs> stories of when you were in on the space station or anything, of some prank or something being played on anybody? You know, that's funny. That's one of those things you've got to be careful about because you don't want somebody <laughs> to actually think there's an emergency going on or something. Um, we, yeah, we. I remember messing with one of my crewmates. Uh, we pretended to call... Like we were the ground calling, and only we we just were speaking on the intercom system, so not on the radio that actually went back to Houston. And but we made it sound like the ground was calling. It was, that was pretty funny. We got we got a good laugh out of that. Yeah, especially if they're trying to get some sleep when you don't really know whether it's day or night. That, that's true. And uh, we our sleep quarters have a door that you can close it, and it gets pitch black in there. And um, otherwise, the day and night happens every hour and a half. And the human body clock would not work very well on that. Absolutely. Now, you were also involved in putting a couple of the pieces together on and adding some additions to the International Space Station. Now, that's like billions of dollars in technology and equipment that you're in charge of. Is that scary at all, or how does that... 
What's that like? It is amazing. On, on my first flight, on my shuttle flight, um, I and we installed two modules, and I was the robotic guy that had to grab these 30,000-pound modules and move them and attach them with the robotic arm. And I remember thinking that was, that was pretty stressful because, like you said, the, you know, these... Uh, there's a lot of millions of dollars that went into building these modules and, and uh, doing the mission, and it, that was that was actually probably one of the most stressful moments of my shuttle flight. And you only get one shot at it, if I'm not mistaken. Well, the, especially on the shuttle, the one, the thing you only got one shot at was the landing. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a glider. When it comes back to Earth, there's no jet engines on it. It can't go around, and uh, so it, it dives at the Earth very steeply, very fast. Mm-hmm. And you get one chance to land on the runway, so uh, that was that was exciting. Now, as a shuttle pilot, you're also when you're before you go back, you have to do a full 360 degree turn around the space station, so everyone that's still there can view to see if there's any issues now with, or actually, when we still were using the space shuttle, that's what they had to do, if I'm not mistaken. Prior that's to going true. Back. That was that's right. I was the pilot, which is the equivalent of a co-pilot on an airliner, um, and so the commander did the docking and mm-hmm. rendezvous initially, and then when it was time to leave as the pilot, I got to fly the undocking, and I got to do a fly around. And, uh, man, that was fun to be at the controls of a spaceship in outer space flying around the space station. Um, and I'll never forget, right as we flew over top of the station, looking down, we came over the Himalayas, and it was a cloudless day. So we flew, like, directly over Mount Everest as we were flying over the space station. That was that was pretty awesome. Wow. Now, as you're gliding down and coming back to Earth, what's the sensation of all those Gs rushing at you? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a lot more than you would think. The, the shuttle especially was pretty gentle. It, it was less than two Gs, two times the force of gravity, mm-hmm. um, which isn't that bad as a fighter pilot. You don't even notice it. But having been in weightlessness, <laughs> you're... You know, two Gs feels like an awful lot more Gs than that. Um, and then when you get back to Earth, I remember uh, the commander, George Amp, and I sat there, and we shut the shuttle down, and we're flipping switches for about 30 minutes, and we were the last ones to leave. And one of my fellow astronauts came in to help me, you know, get me out of the shuttle, and I was doing great. And uh, he said, all right, I'm ready for your helmet. So I reached to grab my helmet and hand him my helmet, and I was like, oh, my God, this thing's heavy. I said, be careful, this thing weighs about 500 pounds. And uh, so you really, you really felt pretty heavy um, after being in weightlessness for a few weeks. Wow, it's so fantastic. So, Terry, I have to thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to be with us today and just talking with our listeners about what it's like to be an astronaut, the effects, and some of your interesting thoughts. It's been an absolute pleasure, sir. been a pleasure, and uh, glad to talk to everybody, and uh, have a good day. Hey, thank you so much. Terry Vertz, astronaut extraordinaire. And it's been an absolute pleasure having him. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. We hope you're keeping it lit. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience.
Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with beer. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution, CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M.
welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K., the brewmeister, here with the incorrigible Honest Abe. And you just heard my fascinating interview with astronaut Terry Vertz, a very decorated, fascinating guy. I mean, it was definitely great to speak with him. Gotta be amazing, man. Really. I mean, I just don't think you can even fathom going up in space and looking at the Earth. Like, here's this tiny little golf ball, tennis ball-sized object. Right. And that's where everyone lives. Everyone, everywhere. Yes. I mean, it's just... And you're passing it almost once an hour. Mind-boggling. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know in all of time, mm-hmm. only 533 people have ever traveled to Earth's orbit, made it to Earth's orbit. You know? Out of the currently six billion that live on the planet? Well, I mean, no, I mean, it's history. And that's history. No, no, I'm just saying, yeah, there are right. six billion people that currently live on the planet. Only 503 five, ever. 533 people have ever traveled to Earth's orbit. Only 12, 24 people have went beyond the low, low Earth orbit. And only 12 people have ever walked on the moon. Yep. What a small, amazing group of people to be part of. Man. Yeah. Fascinating. Great guy, great interview. We hope you enjoyed it. And now it's time to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum this week. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Well, it's too bad Lady M had to leave because she actually had some experience. <laughs> we talked with this. I think she said she's mentioned it on the show before, but it's time to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum this week. Brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. All right, a husband whose new wife had a one night stand with a dwarf stripper gets the shock of his life nine months later. A newlywed bride in Spain had to confess to cheating on her husband with a dwarf stripper after she gave birth to a baby. With dwarfism after nine months later. The husband had no clue until the confession that his wife cheated on him. He thought throughout the pregnancy the child was his. The woman met the stripper at her bachelorette party and had sex with him afterwards. According to the Spanish, the Spanish news site La Cinco del Dia, not even the woman's closest friends knew about the secret affair. The woman reportedly confessed to the incident as she held her newborn baby in her arms. <laughs> Well, ma'am, you, without a doubt, belong in this week's Cigar Insane Asylum. A- absolutely. It's just utterly, you know, but, I mean, dwarfism is only, like, in point oh something percent of the population. So is, it, is it hereditary? I mean, is it, it, it is. Her, it is one of the parents have to be a dwarf? It is hereditary. However, like, normal people like me or you, we can carry parts of the gene, and there's also a very slim chance that two dwarfs can have a normal-sized child as well. Wow. That's like, uh, it's a very large, large pup. Because Lady M made out with a dwarf. Yes. Because she told him he was Wee Man. (laughs) Yeah. He told her he was Wee Man. She was, what, in Mexico or something? Yeah. She made out with him. Yeah. Pretty pretty funny. Yeah. Always a good time when you you think someone is Wee Man. Well, this story was brought to you courtesy of Asylum Cigars and CLE Cigars. Make sure you stay out of the Cigar Insane Asylum. Absolutely. Anyway, we know who got on the show next week? Was it? Who is it? I can't read lips. I'm not a lip reader. No, not a good lip reader. Michael Herklotz. Herklotz. Michael Herklotz. Herklotz. That was my eight-year-old daughter (laughs) yelling through the sound glass. Thank you, Petra. Michael Michael Herklotz of Nat Sherman next week. We'll have to talk to him because this weekend he's at uh, Emerald's Dinner in uh, Destin, Florida. 
and uh, where they do a big charity dinner with cigars, and Emerald does a big cooking thing. So I Very know he's nice. there this week. It should be a it's a really good time. Uh, I know he's having a lot of fun there, eating a lot of fantastic Emerald's food. Wow, good stuff. So we'll definitely see what Herc Lotz has got going on in the wonderful world of Nat Sherman. He's always a fun, dapperly dressed guy. <laughs> to the nines, always. Uh, if I have ever yet to see him in simply a t-shirt and jeans, I will die a happy man. Well, he is, uh, he is extraordinary when it comes to his fashion. Absolutely. This has been episode 204 of Kiss My Ash Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Special thanks to Kate. KC Hogan of Crux Cigars for being on Terry Vert's Astronaut Extraordinaire. We'll see you next week. Keep it lit. Palm Beach's hottest party and best value at Spearmint Rhino on Okeechobee and Military Trail. It's the Vegas party scene and entertainment at local prices. When's the last time you've been to the Rhino? Friendliest staff and service with awesome specials. Like $2 Ucala, including Grey Goose, Crown Royal, and even import beer. The Spearmint Rhino, where the real party happens. Don't forget about $10 Tuesdays and Friday Power Hour. Free well drinks from 5 to 6 p.m. Palm Beach's best value at the Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. Introducing the Coots, Connecticut, a true old-school premier cigar expertly crafted in Honduras by only the most experienced cigar masters. Its unique super-aged Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper intermingled with seasoned tobaccos from the Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Nicaragua, creating a balanced, mild-to-medium-bodied smoke that provides a crisp flavor, clean taste, and super-smooth finish. Coots, Connecticut is available at fine tobacconist retailers nationwide. Visit www.coots.com.